welcome to Sunday Afternoon Mama, a podcast designed to help you learn to create a calm and joyful atmosphere in your home. I'm your host, Hannah Riddle, a wife, mom, and former teacher living in the Pacific Northwest. I certainly don't have everything figured out, but I hope to encourage and inspire you to be the best mama you can be. Are you ready to jump in? Today, we're privileged to talk with my friend and guest, Christina Hyde. In this episode, we'll reflect on what it takes to have joy in the afternoon, examine the challenge of overscheduling our kids, and you'll hear why a dance party or a whiff of peppermint might be just what you need to beat that pesky mid-afternoon slump. This is episode 32. Here we go. Well, thank you, Christina, for talking with us today. And thank you listeners for tuning in this week. I'm glad to be back here visiting with you guys today. Well, I just had a quick story before we kind of dive into our topic this week of joy in the afternoons. But so recently we celebrated my two now two-year-old little boy (laughs) and it was so fun. We had a birthday party with friends and family. It was relaxing. It was fun. The weather was really nice. And so it was just cute to watch him like be a little overwhelmed and excited with all of his gifts. Like he was like, where do I look? I don't even know. Here's a bubble mower and here's a, here's a thing over here. And so he got some really cute clothes and toys. Anyways, we just felt really blessed because of all, all of our wonderful friends and family that were able to come and just, it was fun to just linger and have a nice slow afternoon celebrating, celebrating him. He sure does bring a lot of joy to our lives. And I am super grateful that he is in our family and I get to be his mama. So that was a really fun thing we did recently as a family. I just can't believe he's two. I know. People (laughs) in our neighborhood that I've gotten to know the last few years, they're like, wait, weren't you just pregnant with him? And I'm like, I know it does go fast. Oh man. He's a little, he's growing too. Anyways, he's becoming the king of band-aids. He's like Mm -hmm. a big fan of band-aids, like band-aid, band-aid, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. (laughs) He currently has three band-aids on his left leg and like one on his right. And he's always like running and tripping and getting into stuff. And oh man, but it's super sweet. Well, anyways, we are continuing with our series on the art of homemaking. We've laid the foundation for the value and the worth of our work at home. Talked about finding all of the good things to love about your home, which has been really helpful, even honestly, just for me. And then recently, how to prep your home and your heart for the summertime season. So I wanted to highlight some listener comments that we have received about homemaking. This is super fun. I had asked people what your favorite, what their favorite sights and scents of home were. Kayleen shared on Instagram that her favorite scents were essential oils like cypress, lime, and rosemary. And her favorite sight is watching her little boy play his guitar and belt out his favorite Johnny Cash songs. <laughs> I love it. She agreed that scent and music have a huge impact on creating a beautiful atmosphere in our homes. I can't picture the scent of cypress. I'm going to have to check that one down. I know, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Another listener, Shandell, said that her favorite scents include fresh squeezed limes, and I love mm-hmm. that smell, and basil. She said, I'm in a summer state of mind. <laughs> and then her favorite sites were listening to her kids read and laugh and pretend together. And lastly, Christy shared that her favorite scents included vanilla, cinnamon, and anything citrus, and then also baking zucchini bread. She goes on to say, right now, my favorite things to watch are my daughter reading, especially to her little brother. My kids doing yoga. She says, we love Cosmic Kids Yoga on YouTube. And the kids running and playing in the sunshine. What a blessing it is to be home with my little loves. And I I 
just love that. It's so good. The last week we chatted about morning delights and today we are going to move on in the day to visit the afternoon. If we're not careful, and I say this from personal experience, afternoons can become neglected and then you can have moments of annoyance and frustration because we didn't anticipate the inevitable after school or before dinner crash that every child has and grown-ups too. Like, can I get an amen? <laughs> From here, right here. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I have to work extra hard on my attitude around 4 p.m. because I hit a wall and my energy drags. It's too easy to become grouchy and irritable around that time. And it's, you know, then it's soon time to prepare for dinner. So I've been trying various strategies all of this school year to attack the after school blues. And I'll share my successes and failures with you today. Um, If you relate to this, hopefully you can come away with a fresh perspective and some new ideas. We definitely hit a wall in the afternoon at our house. (laughs) It's helpful for me to remember that the kids are tired after a day of school. And when we stack extracurricular activities on top of that, it just adds to the hours that their minds and emotions are busy. Don't get me wrong. I think it's incredibly important to be in the learning mode, but it's also important to go into that creative play mode when you just let your imagination run. Um, I'm an introvert at heart and my boy is also. And while we both love to be around people, (laughs) after we hit a certain point, we just need quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, for our family, I've noticed that there are two slump times. They don't always happen every day, but they're most, the most likely times that the things that things will fall to pieces. Um, the first one is after school. When we get home, and sometimes it's even on the way home, we have the introverts breakdown. Yes. <laughs> because my son is just tired of going and doing and being with people. And then the second slump that we may or may not have each day is the pre-dinner blood sugar dip. Dinner's not just ready yet, and they're hangry. Identify with both of these attitude dips because they also affect me. However, um, this is dangerous because if both of our attitudes crash without <laughs> us being aware, it's really hard to pull out of that dive. Yes, this is a common issue. I mean, before we visit some strategies for tackling the afternoon slump, I'd like to highlight the fact that our culture tends to go, like, go, go, go at an unsustainable pace. And it starts as young as elementary school. So just consider with me that we may be saying yes too much. And now this is not just an American problem, which is kind of easy to think like maybe this is just uh, something we have to navigate. But I, when I was talking with um, my friend from Austria, Lizzie, she was noticing some of the same tendencies toward a schedule that is too full. So as adults, we love to even kind of humble brag about how busy we are. I mean, I've done it. We've all done it, I think. But yeah, it's just something to be cautious of and just make sure you just reevaluate like, you know, do I really need to say yes to this for my kids or for me? Mm -hmm. So we all want to give our kids every opportunity to grow and to develop. So we're not saying don't do fun extras, but we do need to take care to guard our schedules. Yeah. Soccer and piano and dance and baseball and gymnastics. I mean, all these things are good. But creative play is also vital to childhood and our kids need to play and they need to learn how to be bored and then how to conquer that boredom on their own. Yeah. And additionally, we have to be careful these days that we don't burn our children out on what's supposed to be fun, (laughs) which is just easy to do, I think. Um, Make sure to include downtime, like pure fun time that's unscheduled, unpressured, unhurried, and especially time outdoors where they could run and play and be kids. Um, I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like I'm swimming upstream when I try to really carve out time like this that's really unstructured. But let me just encourage you, my friends, it is it is okay and it is worth it. Kids thrive when given opportunities to be creative. So let's foster that creativity and spirit of play, especially while they're little. Mm-hmm. When they're little, we are the gatekeepers for schedule and we need to guard it for, 
from becoming this frantic pace. And then when they become teenagers, we need to help them learn how to guard their own schedules. Yeah, we need to help them learn how to say no to some activities because they don't have to do it all. Teenagers these days, if you haven't noticed, I mean, this is like a real thing, have enough pressure and stress, right? That the rates of anxiety and depression keep climbing. So it's important to be involved and follow your passions, you know, and encourage them. But let's teach them to discern what is truly worth saying yes to. So that being said, back to the afternoon slump. Yep. What do we do? How do we combat it? How do we find joy in the afternoon? Yeah. Well, Christina, you mentioned two causes for like an afternoon slump, the introvert's breakdown. I love that, by the way. It's just incredible. (laughs) We should just say, oh, I'm I'm having an introvert's breakdown. I'll be right back. Yeah, I'll be right back. (laughs) And the pre-dinner blood sugar dip. So let's tackle these one at a time because there are different strategies for each one, right? Mm -hmm. I can always tell at pickup if we are going to have an after school breakdown. (laughs) Um, If we're headed that way, I try to minimize the talking on the way home. I don't ask about the day. And we just listen to a story on tape on the way home or a story on CD. Um, Sometimes that's enough time just to give them a break. But if not, we'll have 30 minutes in quotes of quiet reading time when we get home. It's unstructured. I don't set a timer. But I tell the kids to pick a book and to read quietly by themselves in different rooms. And sometimes this morphs into playing Legos quietly by themselves. And then before I know it, they're happily playing together. So it's, it's more of a starting point of reading that lets him kind of reset and then they can kind of go on and do their own thing after that. The only time I enforce the quiet reading is if they get back together too soon and then they're still fighting. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, I was using 30 minutes of TV as a reset after school, but then we had a ton of whining and crying when it was time to turn off the TV. And so a couple of weeks ago, we just decided that the kids wouldn't watch television after school unless it was Friday or Saturday. I wasn't sure how that would go, but I've been surprised at how it has not been missed once we've changed their expectations. To tackle that pre-dinner slump, um, it's a, let's ask ourselves some questions. So the first one is kind of, what is your personality type? And I don't mean like a detailed description of your personality. I mean just the basic, are you an extrovert or are you an introvert? So for me, I know I'm an introvert and even just having all three of my kids like in the same room and we're all doing stuff, I can get a little overwhelmed and I know they're my children, but <laughs> it's just true. And so sometimes I have to do that quiet time, like what you were just saying, because I need it and they'll need it. And I don't know, it's it's okay to acknowledge that you need a little bit of a kind of mental or emotional break and then you'll come back fresher and more energized. And yeah, it's just, it's just helpful to think like, as a grown-up even, mm-hmm. like, how am I doing? Am I pacing mm-hmm. myself because I've got to gear up and prep for yeah. dinner and seeing my, you know, spouse come home from work and all these things. So it's just good to note those well, that, things. That afternoon slump affects the kids. Yeah. And and so we can help guide them so that they can learn how to control their emotions. But it affects us just as much as it affects them. Yeah. And so taking that time, yeah. it, it can be hard to say, okay, I'm going to step back and stop. But it's so important that you do that because I'll be a better mom when I come back. (laughs) It's like when you recharge batteries, like they need some time to like get recharged. And Mm -hmm. so for introverts, like we need some of that each day kind of Mm -hmm. built in or else it will we'll we'll struggle around this time of day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm sorry if you're an extrovert because I don't have a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) I know two introverts (laughs) are talking right now. (laughs) Yes. But your personality type really affects the way you 
it affects your afternoon slump. Yeah. I mean, if you're an introvert, you may need a 10 minute people break. No talking. Just sit. Just close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. But maybe if you're an extrovert, maybe this is a good time to make a quick phone call or text a friend. Yeah. Reach out. Um, one of my friends texted me yesterday and it just said, yo. <laughs> And she's not the type of person that would say yo. <laughs> so I mean, it was it was she was just reaching out, and yeah. I replied with like that what's up, yes. you know. <laughs> and she sent me this goofy gif, and it just it just made me laugh. Yeah. It was just four texts. That's all it was, but it made my day so much brighter just because she took the time to reach out. Yeah, I love that. It's just it's amazing how quickly we can reset too with just a short, intentional thing like a break so think about what your like what's your level of physical activity throughout the day like are you feeling tired in the afternoons at a certain time or window of time maybe you're cramped from a day of like sitting at work or you could take a 20 minute cat nap maybe or a 20 minute walk with the kids and get your blood flowing and maybe even make it a challenge like while you're out and about like ask the kids to spot like cats or like look for (laughs) a blue car or a yellow flower or you know whoever spots the most wins and And then ask yourself too, are you hungry or thirsty? And we're talking like basic questions here, but they often get neglected um, because we're trying to pass over them and just like power through in our own strength, which is waning, you know? (laughs) So maybe you need to plan a snack at 3.30 to get a little bit of protein to help you and the kids last until dinner. (laughs) This pre-dinner slump could be a good time to pull out the Play-Doh or some special toy that the kids don't play with every day also. Yeah. So I found two articles that I will link to in the show notes that suggested ways for us grownups to get out of the the afternoon slump. And this was in the context of at work. But I think it's it's applicable whether you're at home or you work from home or you're at work. Mm -hmm. So some of the ideas in the first article included exercise again, which we kind of just mentioned, but they called it um, a brain break. You know, and I thought that was a cool way to phrase that. Like kids need this after school too like they've been working my daughter one of my daughters is in kindergarten and I'm amazed at how much she's learning and growing but that means she'll need some downtime when she gets home she's been learning and learning and learning and so yeah getting some fresh air is another suggestion they had like dance parties like re-energize and this is shockingly a powerful strategy like I did this the other night I even did a little Instagram story I played like 90s dance hits for myself in the kitchen because that's my era for like high school and I was like all right we're gonna do like it was like pump up the jam and then like everybody dance now which yep. is so funny because it's that I don't know it's like a one hit thing of that group or whatever. even grown-ups need to have a dance party oh yeah then. yeah so Another article from Reader's Digest suggested a drop of peppermint oil on your hand, which I love that. Just, again, harnessing the power of a scent is really a great strategy. Um, Making a, I was just thinking of you, like phone call or even writing a letter more like old school to somebody you love and do the things you love in the afternoon. Like they suggested saving the mornings for tackling the things you don't love to as much. That way they're done and over with. And I completely agree with that, like 100%. I love that idea. And then they also suggested the simple pleasure of having a cup of tea. And so this is from that article from Reader's Digest. They say, get into the routine of a mid-afternoon cup. It's a good step toward beating the afternoon doldrums thanks to that little bit of caffeine burst and the few quiet minutes that the brewing and steeping entails. Keep a selection of exotic flavored teas, preferably caffeinated in your office, and I would add in your home if you're at home, and an aesthetically pleasing cup and saucer just for tea. (laughs) And I just thought that was so cute. 
I would add this could be a good time to put on some pleasant music, refresh your perfume or lotion or whatever, fix your hair a little bit, and reapply your favorite lip color and keep smiling. So the time right before dinner can have its own challenges, especially if you have young kids. Now for me, I have a little boy who's like I said, just recently turned two. So it's been kind of tough at this age. It's not that he's doing anything wrong or bad. It's just like a challenge because I'm trying to cook and prep and there's a hot stove. And so I've tried a bunch of different strategies. This is my success and failure little section for you. I have like put him in a high chair with an activity on the tray, you know, so he can be like occupied, but that doesn't always work because he's like, I want to help. And can I be right near your leg? Like grab your leg and be right with you. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, sometimes I've tried having the girls entertain him or play, you know, specifically like with him, like, let's play with this toy or this roll this ball back and forth. And but a lot of times, again, their energy is is dropping. Mm -hmm. And so they're starting to bicker (laughs) with Mm -hmm. each other. And it doesn't really work to have them like be the helpers with their little brother at that moment. So it's just been challenging. I've tried, you know, they can usually do okay if they're separate at that point or like one of them gets to play a little game, the other one gets to read, and but then I've got my little boy. So it's like, it's just interesting. I vowed to do more crockpot meals to kind of help this scenario out, but I need to actually just do them. <laughs> that's my, that's my challenge for myself. Yeah. Oh, when, so when our daughter was, or when both kids were like that yeah, 18 months to two so years old, hard. I would have like the sacrificial drawer. Yeah. Uh, there was one in the kitchen and there was one in the bathroom. And so they would just get into it and everything would come up, but it would all be stuff that would be really easy to just like throw back into the drawer. Yes, that's genius. <laughs> but um, yeah, that it's a difficult stage. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I'm not great at meal planning, but it really helps my pre-dinner slump. Just like planning breakfast and clothes can help the morning routine be more enjoyable. Yeah. When I know what we'll eat ahead of time, I can take steps to smooth the process and then remove the stress from the equation. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trusting that my future self will be better than my current self or maybe that's an exercise in futility. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that. Yeah. So let's sum up our tips and a takeaway for you today. First kind of overarching point is just relax and try to take some still moments in your afternoon. Enjoy even making a yummy lunch or snack and sit without distractions while you savor every bite. Take a leisurely walk to get the mail or have some iced tea in the shade. When you look for the special sweet moments in any part of the day, you're going to find it, you know. The second tip we have for you is to pinpoint your low energy time in the afternoon, both yours and your kids. Yes. Think about your schedule and what stage you're in with work, with kids. Uh, Everyone's going to be slightly different, but find it and then identify it. If the afternoon slump catches you off guard every day, the slump might turn into a nosedive. But once you know where the tricky spots are, both for yourself and for your kids, it's a lot easier to handle that dip. Yeah. The third tip for you is to have some strategies to pull yourself up and out of the slump. For me, it's often yoga or stretching for a few moments with relaxing music while giving the kids a specific fun activity to do. Coloring, like drawing with chalk on the back patio or a few minutes of a game or even a show or something if I need to at that moment if if it's going to be the most beneficial. Mm-hmm to all of us. So when my physical body feels better and I experience less pain, uh, my mood rises back up and it's easier to be energetic and positive. Now, let me just add here a detail that a lot of times the stretching involves my little boy climbing all over me or like just trying (laughs) to be involved. And so again, I just, you got to go with it a little bit here, but the point is to do something that does help you pull yourself up out Mm -hmm. of the slump. 
So like we talked about earlier, give your children the gift of unscheduled downtime every day. And then don't forget to pace yourself as well. This is the part where we guard our schedules. You don't have to say yes to being on every committee and doing extra work projects, leading groups, etc. Pick the things that are important. This is something I still struggle with. And I mean, I'll probably continue to struggle with it my whole life. Yeah. I wanted to add a couple of extra things. And my husband said, you need to take something out if you're going to add something more. Yeah. Because we, we still need balance as a family. Um, and if I'm not balanced, nobody else is going to be. Yeah, it's <laughs> so true. So another tip for you is to get outside and hang out together. And this can be anything from just letting the kids play outside, running through a sprinkler, bounce a ball, ride bikes, blow bubbles, keep it old school and simple. Often that is the most fun anyway. Like when I think back to my childhood, some of my favorite memories were outside this one summer in particular. And we had this little plastic kiddie pool like that. And we were just playing. And my brother and I just played all summer. And it was like simple. And we even tended, tended a small garden. And I have the best memories from that summer. And again, it was just really simple, but we were just outside together. And our last tip for you is to involve your children in dinner prep, as is age appropriate. So Jennifer Scott says, raising young children, taking care of babies requires a lot of love, attention, and energy. You do not need to please people or keep up with anyone else's pace. Go at your pace. And I just love that. It's so freeing to think about that. Okay, so moving on, we have a couple of favorite things to share with you. So, Christina, what are you loving these days? Well, we've been working on cleaning up and organizing the garage space. And my son loves to draw what he calls an army man gun or a lightsaber. <laughs> yes, a um, lightsaber. On, <laughs> on scraps of wood. And then he likes to help my husband cut them out. And my husband was mentioning that he's thankful that this is still cool for the boy. Um, it's not going to be, he's, we're, he's not going to have that. Yeah. It's not going to be magical to him to the fact that dad can cut things out forever. Yeah. Um, and they're just simple moments just watching them do that together. But I really love the time spent together. And it really makes my heart just burst with, I don't, I don't even, I can't even name the feeling. Yeah. Um, but seeing him running through the yard armed with like all these little homemade, <laughs> <laughs> they were really makeshift toys, but yeah. it just, it's, it's simple. Um, and and it's childhood. And I, that, those things are really special to me. I know. You're making me tear <laughs> sorry, up a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, I could just picture and that. We're going to go get the tissue yes, now. Yes, <laughs> hold on. Yeah. So for me, um, as far as favorite things, I'm just loving the, the concept that Jennifer talks about in her books about having a signature look and a signature drink. Like, So for me, it's um, nothing super exotic, but it's just I love the... Um, blueberry mint kombucha I probably have mentioned that before and I love iced tea in the summertime just for me it's that quintessential like summertime drink and you can add lemon and mint and all sorts of fun things but I just love I have these little like look like mason jar glasses that we use for for um, beverages and I just love having that with ice outside and and also um, lately I've just been adoring all of the sunshine and letting the kids play outside we have this little pool it's not like the toddler size pool. It's like kind of next level up for a little mm -hmm. bit bigger kids. But I just, it's so cute. The other day, it wasn't even that warm. And my uh, five-year-old was like, yeah, let's go in the pool. And I'm like, you are brave. It's not even that warm out. <laughs> and the water's ice cold. Yeah, you are crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but have fun. But have fun. So anyways, and then I'm also loving little Bubba playing with his bubbles. That's a lot of Bubba bubbles. Okay. And helping kind of water the grass. 
which is he just takes the hose and he stands there and he kind of looks like I got my job and he kind of sways like sometimes he'll sway back and forth like he's seen us you know when you're spraying in different directions and it's so cute and he also loves to mow the yard and that mow is in quotations but <laughs> with his little bubble blowing lawnmower and it just melts my heart every time. So we have loved all of the feedback from listeners lately, especially interacting through um, Instagram and and all of that. But if you do have another type of question that you'd like us to answer on the air, the easiest way to do that is to email me at hannah at sundayafternoonmama.com or you can even leave a voicemail. We have a special number just for this podcast and it's 1-401-371-MAMA. And again, that's 1-401-371-6262. It's really fun to hear your success stories too. Like yeah. what is working for you? And and those little victory moments, I mean, they're they're a victory for you, but then when you share them, then somebody else gets to like celebrate and Be do inspired. a happy dance with you yeah. also. Yeah. I know, I love it. So um we've got one more quick little segment for you today and it's a bumblebee moment. So basically our kids can be really funny and random things can happen at home. It, it never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> like what can happen in a day with kids. And so uh, we had some to share with you today, and if you would like to share one, again, you can just direct message me on Facebook or Instagram, and then if you want to go to the website, that's an option too, and it's just sundayafternoonmama.com, and click on share a bumblebee moment. So listener named Heather shared with me that one of the cutest things her little boy does right now is that when he gets hurt, he wants to kiss his baby sister. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I it's so precious. She shared that with me and I'm like, can I please share that story? She's like, yes. <laughs> I just, oh, it's so precious to watch siblings. It's like, oh, it just is amazing. It's like, Mama kiss it, make it better. But yes. he's going to kiss his sister. Yeah. So and he'll feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just so precious. Well, um, that wraps up this week's episode of Sunday Afternoon Mama. Be sure to tune in next week. And please, if you enjoy this podcast, tell a friend or family member so they can check it out too. I know several of you have told me lately that you've been spreading the word and I just want to say a huge thank you. So come visit sundayafternoonmama.com and follow me on Instagram and Facebook. A lot of times I'll do behind the scenes kind of stories on Instagram, which are hopefully fun for you to experience and watch. I'll be back with you again next week. And in the meantime, I'm seeking joy and peace with you so that we can be better mamas together. Take a deep breath and smile.